This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday the 5th of April. In your Sport Today, Australia looks set to get two Rugby World Cups. WA win the Sheffield Shield. An Aussie's epic snooker comeback and doing a shoey in style. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today's show with some World Cup news because World Cups seem to be all the rage at the moment. Uh, Yesterday, World Rugby confirmed Australia is the preferred candidate for not only the Men's Rugby World Cup in 2027, but the women's event two years later. So Gabs, what are the chances Australia doesn't get these World Cups now? Uh, Safe to say it's pretty slim now, Fez. So the boss of Australia's bid team and Wallabies legend Phil Kearns, he put it like this last week. It's as if we're 20 points up with a minute left to play. So Kearns said those words after Australia's bid to host the World Cup was given financial support in the federal budget by the Morrison government. And the news yesterday that World Rugby has chosen Australia as the preferred host of the two events is just another box tick. But the thing is, Australia has no rival bidder. The USA, they were the main competitors, but they now look like they're going for the World Cups in 2031 and 2033. So maybe we're up by 25 points now with 30 seconds left. (laughs) Yeah, the US, they're in exclusive talks with World Rugby about hosting those two events. Uh, Australia has never hosted a Women's Rugby World Cup and last hosted the men's tournament back in 2003. I still remember being heartbroken by Johnny Wilkinson's field goal in the final against the Wallabies. Won't talk about that anymore. (laughs) So what happens next, Gabs? When's this all confirmed? Apologies to everyone still trying to process that (laughs) loss. Uh, Well, Fez, there is a World Rugby Council meeting on May 12th, and that's when the hosts for the upcoming World Cups will be decided. We know that the next men's tournament will be in France next year, and England is the preferred candidate for the 2025 Women's World Cup. Now, getting both World Cups is going to be a big deal, but especially the Women's World Cup. That's because Australia has never hosted it before, and despite being world and Olympic champions at women's rugby sevens. The Wallaroos' best finish is third, and that was back in 2010. Getting the World Cup should lead to more investment into the women's game and more exposure at a national level. Yeah, and there's a new national training centre being built in Brisbane, so that'll help as well. Uh, We'll see how they go at the World Cup in New Zealand later this year. And before then, we wait for the announcement around the 12th of May. The domestic cricket season wrapped up yesterday with the final of the Sheffield Shield season. Gabs, Western Australia are Shield champions for the first time in a long time. Yeah, 23 long seasons, but hey, who's counting? (laughs) Western Australia and Victoria called a match off early yesterday when there was no hope of a winner. And because WA had earned more first innings bonus points, that was for taking more wickets and scoring more runs in their first 100 overs compared to Victoria, a draw was enough for them to win the Shield. Now, opening batter Sam Whiteman, he was named player of the final for scoring 85 and 123. And Aaron Hardy, he scored 100 
174 not out to ensure the draw. This caps a very good season for WA. To go with their Shield title, they also won the One Day Cup and the men's and the women's Big Bash titles. Can't do much better than that. <laughs> uh, only one game of Aussie cricket for a while left. Uh, it's Australia playing Pakistan in a one-off T20 international tomorrow morning. If you're up, it starts at 1.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on Foxtel and KO. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Name Australia's top three wicket takers in men's T20 internationals. Give us a clue here, Gabs. Well, you've got a leg spinner, an all-rounder, and someone who bowls really, really fast. An easy one for the cricket fans, Gabs. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to the big NRL news from yesterday. Manly Sea Eagles fullback Tom Travojevic will miss at least the next four games because of a knee injury. Gabs, when did this happen and what does it mean for Manly? Yeah, so this happened during Saturday's win over Canberra. And Fez, the crazy thing is he still ran for 289 metres, scored a try, and then got the three Dallium votes of being the best player on the field, all while carrying that injury. Now, there was a concern when he was spotted in a knee brace after the game, and the Seagulls now say that he suffered medial ligament damage and is going to have to have surgery this week. And that is going to be a huge blow for the Seagulls because Trebojevic, he was the best player in the last year and the Seagulls have only won 33% of the games he's missed in the past three seasons. Yeah, they lost their first four games in 2021 without him, but they ended up finishing in the top four when he came back. Uh, Crossing codes, the Sydney Swans had some bad injury news yesterday as well. Ruckman Tom Hickey will miss about six weeks with his own medial knee injury. Basketball fans will know that the men's March Madness final is on today, but yesterday it was the women's turn and Gabs, the Gamecocks were just too good for the Huskies. <laughs> Look, yeah, you're absolutely right, but I'm just going to clear it up if you're not too familiar with college <laughs> basketball mascots. So the South Carolina Gamecocks, they beat the Connecticut Huskies 64-49 thanks to a big first quarter quarter. They led by 14 points at the first break and they were never really challenged from there on. So the national championship, it is the biggest comp in college basketball. It sees the top 64 teams play knockout games until there's only one team left. This was South Carolina's first win since 2017. And it's also the first time UConn has ever lost a championship game. They were 11-0 before yesterday. Yeah, the Huskies have had some seriously long winning streaks in the past. I'm talking more than 100 games in a row. Uh, So that's the women's game done. The men's final is on at 11.20 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time today. That one's between Kansas and North Carolina. You can watch it on Foxtel and KO. It's a big time of the year for snooker players. The World Championship starts next week and Gab's Aussie player Neil Robertson is going into that tournament feeling pretty confident. Uh, He had a crazy comeback win in Wales yesterday. Oh, yeah, he did, and now he's one of the favourites for that title starting next week. So he beat John Higgins 10-9 in the final of the Tour Championship, and that helped him win the event for the second year in a row. But the big thing is he was actually down 9-4 in this match, but Robinson didn't give up and actually went on to win the next six frames to win his fourth event of the season. Robinson is playing so well at the moment that world number one Ronnie O'Sullivan called him the best player in the world after their epic semi-final. 
Yeah, Robinson won that match 10-9 as well. Uh, The World Championship starts next week on April the 16th. That's the biggest event in snooker, and Robinson actually won it back in 2010. We are five days away from the Australian Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne, and that means plenty of attention for Aussie driver Daniel Ricciardo. He's famous for winning races and doing a shoey. That's sculling a beer out of the shoe when he gets that win. And Gabs, he's released something that could make doing a shoey slightly more hygienic. Uh, well, yes, but I wouldn't be doing a shoey out of this. So yesterday, Ricciardo announced his second batch of wine, and with it, he revealed a special glass decanter that is in the shape of his racing shoe. Now, apparently it took more than a 100 hours to design, model and make, and it looks pretty good for a glass shoe, but the catch is they're $700 each and there's only 1,100 of them available. Now, we wouldn't recommend sculling wine out of it, but it would be easier (laughs) to clean than a normal shoe. And I'm going to say it's probably safer when it comes to hygiene. Is a yes to the decanter, <laughs> but a no to doing a shoey from me, Gabs. Uh, Ricardo lasted a shoey after his win at Monza last year, and he'll be racing for his first Australian Grand Prix win in Melbourne this Sunday. I've put a link to the glass shoey in the episode notes if you want to have a look. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up? And tomorrow morning, Gabs, it's a big morning of European football. Yeah, absolutely. So we're into the quarterfinals now of the UEFA Champions League. And tomorrow it's Benfica playing Liverpool, while Man City, they're going to host Atletico Madrid in the other game. Both of those matches start at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and you can catch them on Stan Sport. As for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, name Australia's top three wicket takers in men's T20 internationals. Gabs, you gave us the uh, descriptions of the players. Who are they? So the leg spinner, that's Adam Zampa. The really, really quick bowler is Mitchell Stark. And the all-rounder who is now retired is Shane Watson. Yep, Zampa with 70 wickets, Stark 60 and Watto 48. Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Uh, Lucy's having the day off tomorrow, uh, so it'll be you and me tomorrow, Gabs. Have a great day and we'll catch you then. <laughs>